welcome to the One Life Podcast, where we talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately things that we think can relate to you and your one and only life. And that looks really different right now. We know that. We want to continue having conversations about um, not just our church, but how we think it could relate to anybody during this time of social, social distancing uh, during COVID-19 and the coronavirus pandemic. So um, my name is Sarah Newman. I'm joined by our co-host of the podcast and our lead pastor, Brett Nicholson. Hi, Brett. Hi, Sarah. And what day are you on of your of your quarantine? My personal quarantine, it ends on Friday of this week. I'm recording this on Tuesday, so I've got like three days left. Three days. How have you survived so far? Are you doing okay? Yeah, I've been doing okay. It's definitely finding some, some fun things to do. Um, and I want to talk about even some of those with some of our guests here today about some of the ways that I've stayed connected with friends. Um, I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. I like to play video games and I think everyone thought that I would just be playing a ton of video games, but I really haven't. It's really weird. Like I haven't, I think because where I'm sitting right now is also where I've been working, which is where I normally play games. And it's like, sometimes I just want to leave the room, you know, and go into the other room and take a break. So um, I've been finding some other things to do. I've been playing Animal Crossing on the Switch. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to know that's a thing. My kids used to play Animal Crossing. They, really? Out there. Yeah, they did. I, yeah. I'm at least halfway familiar with it. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's laid back. Speaking into a meeting earlier. Yeah, I did have it. We had our staff meeting earlier today, and before it started, I was showing it to the people on the camera. So um, we're also recording this uh, via video chat, so you may it may sound that way because we're all in different locations as we're um, socially distant right now, and so and physically distant. So we want to um, just keep abiding by that. So um, I want to introduce the people we have on today. I think both of you, I know both of you have been on the podcast before, so um, you might remember, remember them from some previous episodes, but we have Zach Below who has been on um, before and, and Zach is our um, director of spiritual formation at our church here at One Life Church. What's going on, Zach? Hey, what's up? Glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we want to talk to Zach about a couple things about um, here at our church, we've been doing what we call One Life Dailies um, on Instagram and Facebook, and they're about two to three minutes of just kind of a, a short time to pause and a, sort of a devotion, and, and some different people have been doing that, but Zach started, it was an idea that he had, and, and been putting those together, and um, he and I have been learning some of the apps that we're using <laughs> to make them work and look good, so it's funny like things that are out there. person trying to, how do I do this? What button do I push? <laughs> If you go up, like I took a screen recording, like, hey, try this, you know, teach you how to do it, but I'm still learning it too. So, um, and then we have Andy Miles on and Andy is the um, next generation director at the East Campus of One Life Church. And then uh, part of it, she's part of a, a larger team of, of next generation folks, and she'll be able to share some perspectives of how, again, we'll be able to resource parents and kids during a, a time of social distance. So I think it's pretty interesting in, in ways that we want to continue having a conversation. So. Guys, thanks for being here. Thank you. Cool. Well, um, Brett, I want to ask you first, anything anything that kind of, I don't know, just from you personally, as you've been sharing updates with our church and updates, um, you know, even um, I'm sure just with our staff, anything that you've kind of learned in all of this that you just kind of interesting to share, like, I don't know, just as a kind of an opener? <laughs> I don't know how interesting it'll be. I, one of the things I've noticed that one of the, uh, we've asked our staff, and I've done this as well, uh, to give people a call. If you haven't gotten a call yet, there's a lot of people on our list. There, there's thousands of people on our, on our list, and we've been going through and just uh, checking on people that we know are fairly familiar with, checking with people that have just connected with us in the last, uh, uh, last year or so. And 
I've been, I've been really impressed myself with people's attitudes. Uh, the people that I've talked to personally have been uh, great. They, they've talked about the slowing down effect. No one likes this on one hand, but they're all seeing the benefits of it in some other ways that there's no games to have to get your kids to. There's no, there's no events period that you have to get to. And so they have all this time on their hands, but they're seeing that as a positive. And I'm, I'm even curious about the, the post coronavirus world. I'm wondering if people won't go completely back to the old way of doing things where schedules are crammed and there's running around because people have settled into that. So that's, that's been the thing that I've noticed the most that has been most encouraging anyway. There's been some downers too, but, but that one, that one stands out more. I'd say 90% of the people that I talk to rolling with it, they've got concerns, but they're rolling with it and consider it like a positive thing in a way. It's, it's interesting that this has really only been, I think, fairly serious for a little over maybe two weeks at this point. And it, it, it's starting to become a little bit and I don't, I don't mean this in a positive way, but normal, like in some of the ways that we're doing life and connecting with people. And so, um, yeah, Zach, I'd love to hear kind of your perspective and, and thoughts of when you were talking about, um, even with our staff, like, hey, what if we did daily, um, just daily videos that just kind of cause people to stop and pause for a moment because everything's been changing so fast, so drastically every day. And, and really sometimes every hour um, information changes. Tell us a little bit about how you see, how you, I guess how that came about and why you see that as important right now. Sure. I, and I think it probably first came from just me feeling my own attention of all of this and the anxiety that was happening. And I, since my wreck, I, I'm not really able to look at screens very much and scroll and do that kind of stuff. But I found myself like constantly wanting to look at my screen to find the, latest updates and just the newest, the latest news stories, all that stuff. And so um, I could just, I could just sense that we were all kind of going to get trapped in this news cycle stuff. And so I wanted to, you know, just for my own protection of my own heart and soul to just have a, uh, a place each day where we can sort of, we just said, lift our eyes um, and, and kind of recenter our day on God to try to, you know, to try to just, fight off some of that anxiety and everything that comes off. I, uh, there's actually two psalms. I, I, one of my practices every day for a long time now has just been song, uh, reading a psalm every morning, and two of them really stuck out um, to make me want to do this as well. One, in, in Psalm 73, like David, it, or uh, it's actually a psalm of Asaph, but um, it's just all about all the evil and, and, and everything that's going wrong in the world, and and then in, Psalm, in, in verse 16, he says, when I tried to understand all this, it seemed hopeless until I entered God's sanctuary, and then I understood their destiny. And so just this idea that, of lifting our eyes and getting some perspective um, from God. Yeah, I remember when the, when the subject first came up about doing things like that, we were talking about all of a sudden everybody's going to have this, uh, we're going to be stuck in our homes, we're going to be watching Netflix, and that's going to get old pretty quick. Not to mention the challenge that everybody had of if you just follow the news, uh, you're you could get real bummed out real fast uh, because it almost all of it is just not that it's wrong, but it's it uh, it seems like what makes the news is the bad spin on things and and to keep psychologically up, you're going to need other things and so just having a daily thing there to kind of give different inputs because what's going into your head is very very important for that and so I appreciate that. 
uh, Zach owned that and, and was willing to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad we're doing it and giving a lot of different people a voice to to uh, to speak on it and everything. So um, it's it's been helping me just to to be able to do that myself, and so hopefully it's helping some other people as well. Yeah, I think so. I've enjoyed them. I mean, I've watched them um, every morning, and and I love, like you said, that I know the first week you did. I think all of them except maybe one and then uh this weekend we've got a schedule of different people that are going to be uh, posting those and I, I think that's great too because getting different perspectives from different people and the way that people relate um is important because we all kind of are experiencing this in different ways and i think coming at it when different angles you're going to hit different perspectives for different people so um yeah and we, like all run the, we all run the risk of not processing this at all you know just taking in endless information but not processing any of it mm. So uh, just having a moment, even if it's just a short time during the day, to, to get to process some of that and, and uh, see how we're really feeling and see kind of where our souls are and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the effect, too, I, I like is that coming out of one life, if, you're at, if you are one life or we're having to be isolated from one another physically, but the more you can do to hear familiar voices, because uh, I had people say that to me even on the Facebook that there was one girl that said, I know you're probably tired of making videos, but it's just nice to hear a different, you know, to hear a familiar voice, uh, this, this speaking those truths instead of just kind of more of a national level thing. So I'm glad we will be getting uh, more and more uh, One Life voices out there because you're a part of a community. And that's one of the things we want to stress to everybody that, um, that you are a part of a larger community and see how important it is now. Yeah. And Andy, I want to ask you about some of the things, even when we think about the same types of things we just said, you're talking about being a part of a community. We know that our kids um, that, that are a part of our church and kids in our communities that are needing things to feel that way as well, to feel connected to their friends from church or their friends in general, or um, still having some of that teaching that we want to hope to provide, you know, um, from our church. What are some of the things that you guys as a next generation team, next gen team, I'll say next gen most of the time, just so you guys know what that means. My mom always asks me, what's next gen mean? Next generation. Um, what, what are some of the things that you guys have been talking about and been able to actually do? Yeah. Um, so we have been doing um, where we send out teaching for um, at any point during the week that parents can use with their kids. It is harder with kids um, because you're relying on the parents um, to help them through watching the teaching and maybe doing the activities. Um, but they are, what we're sending out um, is what they're used to. Um, it's video teaching um, that we use a lot. It's also worship. Um, so I hope that parents are getting up with their kids and enjoying the, the dancing and worshiping <laughs> and all that. Um, but we also have been talking as a team of how, like Brett said, how we can see, how our kids can see familiar faces. Um, so we're working on some of that. We do have a kids team who put together a video last week of Phil and Orange, who was freaking out about the coronavirus. Um, and <laughs> he's how a, he's a character that, that we have here at One Life yeah, Church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been around a long time, uh, but for some of those that you are, that are new, he is a little strange. Um, but he, so they're just working on some fun stuff for kids to talk through this. Um, and I was on a Zoom call with them last night, and we're working on some stuff to do midweek where we will interview some of our leaders. Um, Phil will talk to some of our leaders, just funny, um, lighthearted kind of stuff, but talking to them about uh, the teaching that we have put out during the week, just asking some questions to connect 
familiar faces with what we what they were learning in their teaching. And I saw that, that our Henderson campus, they put on a full service um, yeah. Zoom at, at nine o'clock, which I got to see the first week because I didn't see this past week's, but that's so cool. Um, I know cool. there's some technical glitches to, to maneuver through, but I was really impressed with what they were able to do with a limited amount of time, but still being able to talk to kids, even though you're not in the room with them, but make them feel like they are. So yeah. that's yeah. Seeing some, it's a great idea. Yeah. Seeing leaders really take and own that. Yeah. Yeah, so Andy, when, when's the Phil and Orange interviews coming out? Um, we're going to try to do the, we're shooting for Thursdays. Um, we worked last night to try to figure it all out. So it might be a little chaotic as we learn. Um, but we'll, yeah, we'll invite leaders each week to just put their okay. face out there and talk to the kids. And oh, that's great. I, I want to emphasize it because not only if you're parents of, uh, of kids, but we all know that like the truly great kids movies and shows also have an element for adults that you really enjoy jokes that yeah. you get that the kids won't get, but you'll think it's funny. The, the, the greatest ones that will be that way. Uh, so yes. if, you, if you're not familiar with Phil and orange, uh, I would highly recommend that um, adults watch them too. I'm going to yeah. watch them because <laughs> they'll be unpredictable and they will, they'll have that element. This is for kids, but it's really, there'll, there'll be some stuff for adults in there. Absolutely. And I would say even the, um, the teaching videos that we're putting out, um, parents are going to like them too, that they're funny. Um, the, it's the same kind of way. I think parents, if they sit with their kids and watch it, they're going to enjoy them too. Absolutely. And I, I'm excited to see those uh, uh, as well. And um, the first one that you guys put together, I was sad that I wasn't able to be there um, and help record it, but you guys did a great job and um, super. I, I just love it when, when like these really interesting personalities come together and put together something you're like, how are they going to do this? Cause the, the team sits in a room and they have like a thousand ideas that are like super high up, right? Like super high pie in the sky ideas. And we're like, okay, we can do this one. You know, you got to pick one thing, but the whole idea behind, a group of, of people that said, we want our kids to feel valued and to know that Jesus loves them and that they can make a difference and that they're leaders now. And um, that's cool. And they're continuing to do that and find new ways. So I love seeing that. Um, Zach, I want to ask you a little bit about um, as part of, of your role as well. I know you work with groups at our West campus and then also part of the team of groups leaders and connections directors through our campuses. What are some of the ways people, you you've just guys have even talked about um, helping people connect as groups, as teams, uh, just during this time? Yeah, I think it's just starting to kind of get into a good place because like you said, information over the last couple of weeks has been changing so fast and uh, we were kind of scrambling to find the best platforms or what, what to do, how to get people connect. But I just reached out to, to our group leaders today and uh, almost all of them said they had been meeting this week uh, via Zoom or Google Hangout. Um, the, the ones that weren't, they said they were really active still on group me with their teams. Um, and then we've even as uh, all the group leaders at West, uh, we've had our own little Marco Polo uh, app going where we just, you know, talk about what's going on in the day. And so there's like, if this is ever going to happen, this is a great, <laughs> a great slash terrible time for it to happen uh, because there is all this, this technology for us to, to be able to connect with people still. Like if there was, if there was this social distancing without these capabilities, it would be really sad, you know? So thankful for that. Yeah, it'd be borderline disastrous, my goodness. I can't even fathom that. I mean, it's already weird enough, but um, as you've kind of watched groups uh, 
go through what they've gone through and interacted with group leaders, I was talking about my own experience with just calling people. I mean, what are some of the trends or things that people are talking about or how are they responding? Uh, what's, what's the feel out there as far as all the different people um, just interacting and in, in, in their leadership? Yeah, I think that everyone, it's, it's, I don't, it's kind of almost weird how quick we get to the new normal as it's changing at the same time because everyone seems to be doing well in, you know, considering and they're staying positive and they're, they're staying, um, they're working hard to stay connected and, um, and reach out in new ways. And um, it becomes, it even has a, it's even eliminated the sort of monotony of group. You know what I mean? Like you can be in a group for so long and it feels like uh, another week, another group, another week, another group. But right. now it's like, it's this necessity that if we want to connect with people, we have like, let's, we, I want to do this because I want human interaction, you know? And so, um, so yeah, it's been, it's been good, uh, challenging of course, but in a sense, it's just kind of, brought out some of the really great things about connecting with each other and why we need groups and why we need Christian community and all, all that. Yeah. Yeah. I heard somebody say when they were reporting out on groups said for one, we had a hundred percent attendance, which we never had before. <laughs> all of a sudden people are just, that's what they do now. Uh, and then uh, the other thing I wondered was as people uh, as they're processing this on their own, what are, what are themes that people are coming down on as they discuss that, that, that you've been in on? How are, how are they responding to the events? I mean, I, people are positive, but what kind of discussions are happening that you can tell? Um, it, it's all over the place. Everyone is, there's a sense of, I think, anxiety probably of just not knowing how long it's going to to last and, uh, and all of that, but at the same time, they, they, everyone that I've talked to personally, we talk about the phone calls and stuff, almost every single person, it's bringing out this, this generous side of them as well uh, of how can I help? What can I do? Um, but, uh, but at the same time, there's, you know, there's anxiety, there's fears, but I, I think, I mean, I, I really do think again, if we were siloed and had to do this on our own, um, it could be very, very traumatic, but, but the set, the fact that we have communities that, you know, even, even virtual to process this stuff with, it helps, you know, some people are afraid of losing their jobs and some people, uh, you know, are, they, they, you know, we have couples that are pregnant and things like that, that there are new anxieties that they didn't have a couple months ago. Uh, with right. But, but the fact that we, I mean, it really is, it's a, it's a grace of God to, that we have this community to, to process all of it with. Yeah, and it really does reinforce that. Imagine going through this just by yourself and you, you and your family, and that's it. And uh, it really does reinforce the importance of, that's what I, the only thing I like about all this is it really does reinforce the importance of all the things that we talk about all the time uh, but in normal life. But now it all, it just feels, you can see the importance of it a lot clearer. Yeah, even my, even my, my wife has, she's had like the same uh, group of friends since like eighth grade. But the last 10 years, they, you know, how it is is you have kids and small children, they never talk very much. But now it's like, I can't get her off Marco Polo because they're all just sharing all these. Uh, and I think Sarah, you're in one with her too. Just like, 
it's just so much, so much social stuff going on, you know, digitally that uh, it's it's amazing. It's a really good thing. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed that. I was telling uh, the team here that I feel like um, I feel like I've been even inner even more connected in a sense. It's really odd. Like I don't understand it. Like my brain can't process that that idea, but it really is true through things like Marco Polo and um, which that's just a, a video app. It's basically like video texting, but it's does, it doesn't be hosted on your phone. It's super simple and you don't have to reply right away. So it's not like a video chat, um, live video chat. And I've used that with a friend that I, um, every time we call each other, we just always miss each other. And I was like, well, what if we started doing this? And it's been great. She's out of state. And then, yeah, like you said, I feel like I'm talking to people that I see, I think I see maybe like once a week, but we're actually connecting probably every day or more. Um, or or uh, every other day, I mean, um, just updates what's going on, you know, and some people are saying like when today she just stepped out of her house and she shuts the door and she goes, I'm just telling you guys, I'm taking a break. I'm failing at being a mom and working from home right now. I just need to tell somebody, you know, it's just like having friends to tell that to makes it feel, I think a little bit more, I don't know, just okay in that moment. Um, and some, some have been emotional about some things that they're missing or that people that they care about are going to be missing as they're um, in education. And that's, that's hard to see in, in India. I was going to ask you, you, know, you guys have been finding new ways to, to let kids know that they're valued and loved. Can you share about some of the things besides just the resources, any things that you guys have been doing or seeing like kids connecting um, through videos or things like that? Yeah, um, well, we, the past couple of weeks, have been working on packets for um, as many of our families as we can, and we are de we've delivered those. Um, I think Henderson is working on theirs this week. Um, so we're close to 500 packets that will be delivered to families, and I, it was fun when I was delivering them. There were, so it was so pretty outside, so there were people, families outside, so I was able to be like, okay, stay back, but I want to say hi, <laughs> and I could wave and ask how they were doing, and it was really, I think, like they just lit up because there was you know, human contact there, like you were talking to people, um, so that was fun to get to do that, but we also, I know a lot of leaders have just taken ownership and just reaching out to their kids personally, um, whether that's videos or notes or um, text to parents or, um, and I know when I am talking to uh, people each day, which has really been a highlight of my day to just connect with people and see how they're doing, I ask about their kids. How are they handling it? Um, are they going crazy yet? What are they doing to keep their sanity um so we've yeah we've come up with everybody's getting creative absolutely and i um i want to highlight too that you know we're talking mostly about um, elementary and age and younger and we have seen our middle school and high school students um, connect and engage in really unique and amazing ways and i'd love to bring someone else on a, another episode and talk about that more directly so i don't want anyone to think that we're leaving them out but that is happening as well so um yeah i kind of want to ask Andy and Zach, a question too, both of you, what have you guys been doing with your own kids? Like staying at home and being around, um, like them being home all the time. What are some, some things that you guys have just done to resource that time? Uh, well, from the student perspective, I, mean, I have students in my house and um, they are doing Zoom calls three, day, three days a week. And wow. so I can hear her down the hall. She's loud <laughs> on her zoom call but she's connecting with her friends three day, three days a week and she and I just think that has been huge um she's my social butterfly and that has been uh good for her to be able to see their faces and connect with them um but I mean honestly we are I'm encouraging my kids to get out just for their own mental health 
um, trying to get out while it's been nice and walk and um, talk and we hang out, we stay up way too late. Um, and so it's just been, it really has been good. Um, we haven't quite found our, our routine or rhythm, but just being able to take it day by day has been just good for us as a family. I think that I helps even... everybody to know that if you haven't got your routine down yet, then yeah. the rest of us are off the hook. We don't, <laughs> we don't have to have that either. That's, that's and it's, I think it's changing constantly. Uh, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. A beautiful street near our house uh, that you might see one or two people walking on it occasionally. Last night, so help me, there were 25 people on that street oh, walking down. Yeah. It is. It's so funny. It's and it's always been there. It's a gorgeous place. <laughs> no one cared before, but now oh, I gotta get out there. Funny um, how it all Also, Andy, I'm pretty sure that your girls were teaching your husband uh, a TikTok dance. Yeah. Saw that online. So I said we're getting real creative over getting here. Creative. Dad, Dad's yeah. learning some TikTok dances. That's a thing now. <laughs> Zach, your your kids are a little bit younger. What about you guys? Uh, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of crazy for sure. Uh, but really a change in my own attitude has just made it uh, just a whole lot better. I, I usually, I, I realize that uh, a deficit that I have is that I have a hard time turning off my brain of what other stuff is going on and mm. the things that I want to work on or the things that I'm processing. And, and this has just forced me to give give up on anything outside of pretty much the the current circumstances that I'm in, and so I've been able to be really present with my kids when I'm with them and spending time with them, and it's just been um, I just sort of forgot how like how much fun it is. And like I said, I'm not like they're not angels and they are still <laughs> crazy and and wild. Uh, but in between those crazy and wild times, just it's, it's really um, been. Uh, a great reminder of you know how much fun and and, and uh, how cool it is to get to be a dad. Mm. That that helps people too. That your kids aren't angels, huh? That's good. Oh, yeah. They're crazy and wild, and that's see, that's another measure people can uh, measure up to. That's yeah. it's okay that your kids <laughs> are not exactly <laughs> behaving like they should all the time. Well, well, guys, I, I want to highlight too, if, if you do attend One Life Church and you want some more of the resources, even that we talked about, you can go to onelifechurch.org slash update or just on the homepage of One Life Church or on our app, there's a, a button that talks about um, our updates, which have the student and kids resources, links to things that we're doing throughout the week, like the dailies that Zach has been um, part of getting started. And um, once a week, Brett's doing um, a Facebook Live where he's just doing a time of prayer. Uh, that was really cool last week seeing people type out their prayers. And I, I think that's super cool that people are, are looking for a place for someone to hear them. Um, just the things that they want to be prayed, um, prayed over. And then um, Tuesday nights, we're doing live Facebook and Instagram live, both actually. Um, we're hosting uh, just a, a time of worship with music and we'll have another one of those uh, coming up. And then we had a class from Ryan and Cynthia Nunn talking about uh, marriage. And then they, they are doing another one uh, this week as well. Um, and so, yeah, we're trying to put as many things online of just some of them are simple. And one of the things that I, I enjoy, even as someone who in, who likes to have things of fairly high production value, um, some of that stuff is just okay right now to just it not be, you know. And I think that's been really interesting, even seeing like Jimmy Fallon doing shows from his house with his phone. He doesn't have a microphone or anything. He's just, and he's doing with his kids and his wife and like they're doing Zoom calls to 
um, interview guests and it's working. Everyone's figuring out ways to do that. So there's a lot of resources to still stay connected. So I'd highlight, highly recommend you guys to, to utilize things like video calls and, um, and messaging apps, you know, like Marco Polo or something like that, where you're able to still see people and still like you're still connecting and checking in on people. So, um, Brett, anything to kind of close this out with for, for this episode? Uh, yeah, I, I think, um, as I, as I listen to all of us talk and, you know, there's going to come a time, believe it or not, this is all going to be in the past. Uh, I, I go from optimism to pessimism on how soon, but it will, uh, it'll be in the past. And it's like this very strange, probably once in a lifetime occurrence, uh, that be present in it. I think about what, uh, what, what Zach said, he's more present now, be present in it. even though it's anxiety filled, even though there's a lot of stress with it. On the other hand, I, I think in some weird way, once it's passed, uh, we'll look back on it and we'll remember those good things and maybe even miss them a little bit. So mm -hmm. right now it's here. And I love the fact that I hear one lifers making the most of it. So take, uh, you know, take advantage of these resources and just get in there and uh, because it won't always be here. And uh, I, I think we all have a great chance to grow and deepen uh, as people and in our relationship with the Lord. Cool. Andy, Zach, thank you guys for coming on and joining us on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, I know you're excited about it. <laughs> you know how much I love it. <laughs> um, I appreciate everything you guys are doing. I know that that's the other thing that I wish I want to continue to try to tell. I mean, all the things that are going on behind the scenes to make sure that people um, are valued and can and find ways to connect. And I, I love seeing and hearing stories even from our staff. And I know that's happening all over our communities and our, our country and world of people that are doing so many things behind the scenes. And we're um, just thankful for that. So thank you guys for doing that. Um, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll be back with some more content next week.